half of BYU basketball is about to begin. Alongside Mark Duran, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Hi, Greg and Mark, courtside, 36-27, BYU leading Kansas State, coming into half number two. Uh, good news for BYU is that Dallin Hall is warming up as if he's going to play the second half. The first half ended with Dallin Hall leaving the floor, limping and warming up on the bike, and just didn't know what the deal was there. And still don't know what the deal is, but we do know that Dallin's been warming up as if he wants to play in half number two, so that's a positive sign. Mark Pope's now talking to Dallin Hall. I'm sure he's checking in on him, seeing exactly how he's feeling. It looks like Dallin's ready to run the point again for BYU in the second half. Cougs just need to stay healthy here in the back half of league play. It was a week ago tonight. We were in Morgantown. And BYU led West Virginia by nine at halftime. A week later, BYU leads K-State by nine at halftime. And I said in Morgantown, even though BYU can win the game without winning the second half, I really wanted BYU to win the second half. And they did. They won the second half by four and won the game by 13 because in BYU's Big 12 losses this year, here are some of the second halves BYU's had. Minus 18, minus 15, minus 23, minus 16. The minus 16 came Tuesday in Norman. BYU's had yeah. some brutal second halves and lost games as a result. I they think lead all of those games, they were ahead in the second half, and still, like, yeah, that's, that's brutal. The only other loss in which they didn't have a deficit was Houston. It was a dead-even second half as, as Houston actually did their damage in the first half and did just enough in the second half. But you see those large deficits that have led to Big 12 losses Again, winning however you do it in this league is great. If BYU wins by one here in 45 minutes, great. But it sure would be nice to see BYU have a strong second half, win the second half, and, and push this lead a bit. And just by making the open threes, I think they'll be that'll be half the battle. Wow. And I'd, be, I'd be surprised if BYU shoots as poorly from deep in half number two. Well, one of the things they'll need to do is really focus on Tyler Perry. He's a terrific second-half player, had 21 against Kansas in the second half in overtime. He's averaged over 20 points a game the last three in the second half, so he's a guy that can get hot, and that's what BYU has to avoid, is anyone for Kansas State getting really hot to get them back in this game. And then finding someone on its own team that can get hot. The good news is, maybe the best news of all, Mark, is BYU was getting pretty much everything it wanted in the first half. Now, they were not finishing everything. There were misses inside. There were a lot of three-point misses, but they were getting, they were running their offense at a really high level. And now BYU will have the ball to begin half number two. BYU from left to right as we see it and you hear it. Ali Khalifa works top of the key as we're underway in the opening seconds of half number two. Noah Waterman at the top finds Ali. Give and nice. go back to Noah. And he scores it, but they'll call a foul out front. That's too bad. They should have let the play, let the play go and BYU scores two. Instead, they'll call Kaluma for the foul. Arthur Kaluma did not pick up a foul in the first half, I do not believe. And now he's got one here in half number two. But again, that play was run for a layup, and the Cougs had the layup, but the foul was called out front on Noah before he drove it. Khalifa picks it up at the top of the key, gives there to Trevin Nell. Trevin curls, now takes it to the rim, blocked off the window by Jarrell Colbert. Serve that up for Colbert. Nell's been good at going to the hoop, but that was too easy for Colbert. And that was a situation where the whistle hurt BYU. They had a layup off the play. They didn't want the foul. Day-Day Ames. Got K-State off to a great start. Back-to-back threes early for Ames at eight in the first half. His career high is 14. Ames misses the short jumper. Offensive rebound. Colbert ball on the floor, and BYU does have it. Waterman, good clear without getting a travel. Good fight for the ball, too, because Colbert appeared to have that rebound. The lob from Khalifa to Noah. Noah waits. 
Call the end. One and they do. He didn't want the foul on the floor that time. Noah waited. The defender landed on him as he squeezed it up. And so call the bucket good and give him a three-point play chance. Now can BYU convert at the free throw line. The Kooks now importantly marked lead by double digits for the first time tonight at 38-27. And this to make it a 12-point lead. Waterman at the line. Waterman's got four looking for five. And again, Khalifa facilitating as only Khalifa can. Three assists on the night for Ali Khalifa. Coming into the night eighth nationally in assist-to-turnover ratio. Three assists and a single turnover on this night. I like a guy getting rewarded. Noah's on the ground and got that turnover. And then he gets the bucket on the other end and the three-point play. There we go. BYU by 12, 39-27. The Cougs score the first three of half number two. BYU's been pressing off made free throws. Good team, two presses. Kansas State is turnover prone, but they beat it with Gasson, who lays it up and in at the rim. The two-on-one is the result, and Gasson finishes. He's got four. And a steal by Gasson. Another two-on-one. He'll take it to the hoop and lay it up again, and the foul just that quickly. My goodness. That's a five-point swing in no time. It'll be five if he makes the free throw, that is. BYU, first of all, gets beat on the press, then they give it away, coming up the floor after the make. And... That 12-point lead is down to eight in a hurry. And now it'll be seven if Kassan makes a free throw. Looks heavy. Oh, man. That was long and then hit the heel and just settled. Dropped into the hoop. Dallin got that turnover, and he's just been so good at not turning it over. That was unusual for him. Nine-point lead at the break, down to seven here. 90 seconds into half number two. Nearly another steal, but that's a kick. As good as he makes some passes, that was not good. Very fortunate that that was kicked. By Khalifa. The pass from Khalifa, that is. 39-32. Five in a row for K-State in a matter of five seconds. Trevin Nell misses another three. That was top of the key. And Trevin is now 0 for 3 from deep, and BYU's 2 for 14 from deep. And K-State more than hanging around now. Two minutes gone here in half number two. Cougs had a lead of 12, and everything's gone south since. Gasson short on a jumper right beneath the hoop. BYU on the rebound. Spencer Johnson into front court. Cougs need a settle down bucket here. Trevin Nell hands off to Khalifa. Thought about the three top of the key. We'll give left to Waterman. Outside the three-point line, he'll pull and fire and score. What a big shot from Noah Waterman. First player not named Ali Khalifa to make a three tonight. And BYU's up 10 as a result, 42-32. to That is a settle-down bucket from Noah. Very, very smooth and a little behind-the-back dribble to get him in rhythm and knocks it down. Another Mountain America Credit Union three-pointer for BYU, Perry. Hits the deck near the top of the key. Gets up on the bounce. Hands off to Ames. Ames will cross over on Nell. Nell will stay with Ames on the post up. Ames has to give it up and does to Perry with a four-second shot clock. It's down to three. It's down to two. Perry, long three. No! And the rebound out of bounds off of K-State. It'll be BYU basketball. The Cougs again defend late into the clock and get a stop. Good job by Khalif who got switched on Perry and... It was getting late, so he's able to extend himself, not having to worry about getting beat. BYU basketball brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen, helping Utah families for over 30 years. Learn more at SiegfriedandJensen.com. BYU in four court. Noah Waterman, big three a moment ago. Left to Trevin Nell. Nell still looking to find his range from deep. 
Hall, and over the shoulder pass to Khalifa at the free throw line. High to Johnson. Johnson back to Hall. Hall will step back, won't take it. Ten-second shot clock. Lob low to Khalifa. Collects, and he was held. Scores it, but the foul's called before the shot goes up. That'll be foul number three on K-State here in half number two. Non-shooting and BYU out of bounds. New shot clock on the front court with 20 as Dallin Hall will trigger. At the high side defense, a great pass over the top from Hall. Hall is scoreless, but uh, able to distribute that one nicely. Khalifa receives the inbound. Let's traffic pass. Gives left to Dallin Hall. Dallin back to Ali. Will fake that three. Hand off to Spencer. He will take that three and make that three. In the second half, the Cougs get threes from Waterman and Johnson and take a 13-point lead, 45-32. Five in a row for BYU. Make it six straight for the Cougs. Five assists from Ali. Cam Carter will drive, get held before the shot goes up by Spencer Johnson. Johnson's call for the hold, and so it'll be non-shooting. Out of bounds, foul number two against BYU. The Cougs, though, have a game-high 13-point lead. They got to 12, dipped to 7, back up to 13 on a 6-0 run. Notably, the only player to make a three in the first half was Ali Khalifa, and here in the second half already, Waterman and now Johnson have made threes. Khalifa will have a seat. Fuseni Torreri will check in on seven points and four rebounds. 16-15 to play. The Cougar lead is 13. Five assists for Ali Khalifa. No one else on the floor has more than two. Finister. To Kaluma, base right, cut off on the drive. Finister will drive, bank, and miss and draw another foul. And free throws for Finister. And it'll be Trevin Nell picking it up. Two shots for Finister. A 67% free throw shooter. K-State forcing the action here in the second half a little bit. Finister, six points or fewer in all of his games this year. Did not play Tuesday against KU. Misses the free throw, shooting into the rock end of the arena. And K-State has only taken five free throws and is now three of five. BYU's taken ten free throws, seven for ten. Dorian Finister with his team down 13. At a similar point in the game Monday, K-State was down 11 against KU and went on an 11-0 run at that point. And then came back to win it. Finister makes the second of two. BYU's up 12 now, 45-33. But again, the Cougars are doing a lot of good on the front end, getting a lot of what they want. Dallin Hall to the top. Angle left, Spencer Johnson. Quick step by Spencer to the baseline left. Behind the back to Foose. And Foose has his shot blocked out of bounds. (laughs) Thought he was going to go up and score. That would have been a spectacular assist from Spencer Johnson. It ends up being knocked out of bounds. It'll be BYU basketball after this. Foose just waiting a little too long. But that was a great find from Spencer Johnson. Timeout on the floor. The under 16-minute media timeout taken at 15.48 on the clock. The Cougs have taken their nine-point lead at halftime. Pushed it to 12 here in the second half 45 33 let's get you back to the all pro capital courtside seats and rejoin the voice of the cougars greg rubel with 15 48 to play here at the marriott center we're going to call this a money moment of the game byu gets the ball back and leading it by 12 as we come into this next segment of play the all pro capital money moment of the game brought to you by all pro capital put your money to work with smart real estate investments with all pro capital feels like a pretty key pretty key stage of the game mark under 16 12 point lead and the ball coming out of the break yeah, this next five minutes, I think, will determine whether BYU kind of runs away easily with it or if we'll have Kansas State make a little bit of a run. They'll have to do it 
the next little bit as BYU's opened up a 12-point lead. But BYU shooting the ball better from three, now two for three. They've already made as many threes in, yeah, in this first second half as they did the entire first half. They were two for 13 from the, in the first half. So better shooting and uh, creating turnovers, doing a nice job so far. Yes, indeed. Now up to four Mountain America Credit Union three-pointers on the night. And just to, to hammer home a point, what BYU wants to run on offense, they're doing at a really high level and getting a lot of great looks. And they're shooting in the half is at 50%. For the game, it's up to 44%. And again, I think uh, what they're doing offensively leaves you to reason to believe that they can, they can get the job here done tonight. Dallin Hall will trigger to the right of the BYU bucket into Waterman. Waterman, Foose, angle right. We'll take it to the bump and hand off there to Hall. Hall loses the defender for a moment. That defender Ames gets back to Dallin, down to a two-second shot clock. A fadeaway three at the shot clock expiration is missed and rebounded by K-State. Tyler Perry drives into Spencer Johnson. Johnson goes under the screen as the ball stays outside the perimeter, cycle to the right corner to Kaluma. Kaluma goes behind the back, hands off beneath the basket, and it's turned over. Bobbled there by the Wildcats. BYU Waterman. on the break. Spencer Johnson to the base right, to the cutter. Foose. And a beautiful scoop and score for Fruseni Traore. And a timeout behind play as a K-State player is down and in some pain. And did they, uh, they, they didn't call the play dead before the shot, right? They're going to call the bucket. Good uh, yes. by, by Foose. And that makes it a 14-point lead, 47-33. I think it's Kaluma down. Because and Kaluma's on his back. Player was down. BYU had numbers, obviously, and they missed Waterman running through, but then Foose on the second cutter to the hoop, they found him, and Foose able to finish, so mm. you don't want it to be at the expense of a Kansas State player, but it yeah. resulted in an easy bucket for BYU. K-State's comeback efforts will be hampered if Kaluma cannot return, and he's being helped to the ba- basket by, uh, helped to the bench by two staffers. They stepped on Noah Waterman's foot. There's mm. nothing, nothing uh, bad from Noah, just Came down on Noah's foot. Oof. So Kaluma with a foot twist, an ankle twist, and he'll hit the bench. Maybe the locker room. I think they did put him down the tunnel. And BYU does score on the Foose scoop at the right side of the rim. Good finish by Traore, by the way. Make it 47-33. So BYU has its first 14-point lead of the game. Day-Day Ames, dribble handoff right side to Perry. Perry high. Left wing Carter. Carter drives on Johnson, banks and scores over him. Cam Carter right to the hoop for two. He's got eight. His first two of the second half down to a 12-point lead. 47-35, under 15 to play here in Provo. Dallin Hall, slow bounce out front. BYU trying to get back to 500 in Big 12 play. Dallin Hall, guarded by Ames, takes the free throw line, hands off to Foose. Foose gets low, waits, waits, goes up, and heavy on it. Just too far over McNair. And K-State grabs the rebound. Perry into the paint. Bounces low to McNair. McNair gets blocked by Traore, but coming away with it is Perry. Resets to Carter. Carter wide open. Perry three left side. In and out. Rebound Spencer Johnson. Cougs get lucky there. Catch a bit of a break on the bounce. He'll take it. Spencer Johnson topside. Spencer Johnson down the lane. Spencer Johnson bank and score. Wave it off. Offensive foul. Spencer was working on his man and boost. What he was trying to do was shield Spencer from McNair and was just too blatant about it 
It's a smart play from Foos, but just got to at some point let the guy go. BYU basketball presented by Big O, uh, by rather Bam Bam's Barbecue. Perfectly smoking each cut of meat just for you. Come on in and enjoy Central Texas Barbecue right here in Provo. Bam Bam's Barbecue, authentic to the bone. Still some meat on the bone as far as BYU is concerned and putting K-State away. 14-14 to play, a 12-point lead, 47-35. to K-State court. Cam Carter left side. Kaluma not in the game right now, leaving injured. Can BYU take advantage? A cross-court pass to Finister. A steal by Saunders as Finister didn't handle cleanly. And that's turnover number 12 for Kansas State. BYU with 11 points off those previous 11 turnovers. A back down by Spencer Johnson. Sees a soft double out to Richie. Richie outside the three-point line is held. That'll be foul number four. Team fouls are even now four apiece. Ames picks up his third. Or rather, second of the game. Beg your pardon. First of the half, second of the game. Kansas State is small right now without Kaluma. They got McNair, the big fella, but otherwise very small. So BYU can take it to the hoop. The only K-State player in foul trouble, if you will, is Carter with three right now. Foose, just inside the three-point line, left side. Holds it out there for Dallin Hall. Dallin takes it beneath the basket. His deflected pass to, to Jackson Robinson is collected by Jackson near the top of the key. Ball movement to Howell for three. Missed it right corner. Offensive rebound, Traore. What do we say? Fouled uh, Dallin Hall on the three in McNair. So on a closeout, it'll be three free throws for Dallin Hall, right? <laughs> he missed the three. Or are they going to say have been after, out of bounds? After the shot was On the follow-through. So ah. well, that's, that's an odd foul. So maybe it must have been after the three. Maybe he was held trying to get to the rebound? I think that should have been three shots because he was contesting the shot and the shot was released, but then he landed on top of Dallin Hall. Has someone called timeout here? Because both teams are heading to the bench. I'm not sure who called the timeout. This might be the bonus time. Yep, they called it. K-State called it. So we'll take the bonus timeout here. 13-26 to play here in Provo. BYU will get the ball back. After K-State's fifth foul of the second half, out of bounds, Cougs up 12, 47-35 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Whether you're your home for BYU basketball is the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Back courtside here at the Marriott Center, 13-26 remaining in the ballgame. BYU leading it 47-35. Cougs had a nine-point lead at the break. They've outscored by K-State by three. After halftime, BYU basketball presented by JCW's. Dinner after the game at JCW's includes something for everybody. From burgers to wings, shakes to salads, JCW's quality. And a lot of it in Lehigh, American Fort, Provo, South Jordan, and Harriman. We had an unusual foul call before the break. Dallin Hall shooting and missing a three from the right corner was fouled, but apparently not on the shot because they're giving it to BYU out of bounds. Well, that's weird to me because he was hit by McNair before the ball had even reached the rim. So, and it looked to me like, well, it's certainly McNair's motion was to try and block the shot and then came through and landed on down. I mean, I'm no rule expert, but it seemed to me that should be three free throws for Dallin Hall because it was on the shot, even though it was after he'd released it. Yet the officials pointed to the out-of-bounds spot being the baseline. They did go to the, to the monitor. What they were reviewing, I have no idea, because they pointed it, they, they adjudicated it as a non-shooting foul. So unusually, well, what they did do is change the uh, the trigger point from the baseline now to the sideline. 
in front of the BYU bench. But either way, no free throws for BYU. It does result in a K-State foul number five in the half to four for BYU. So we may see more free throws than we did in the first half here in half number two. Spencer Johnson is the trigger man into Dallin Hall. Dallin 30 feet away right side. Guarded by Cam Carter. Arthur Kaluma stays out of the game. Cutting his Spitchy Saunders. Sees a double. Gives to Foos. Foos beneath the basket. Goes up with it. And it rolls around and drops down. You've seen too many of those pop out and miss. But that one does go around and down the drain. The Cougs will take it. 49-35. Again, the game high lead of 14 is tied here in the second half. McNair hands off up high to Cam Carter. Carter dribble hand off to Perry. Deflected into backcourt where Perry tracks it down on a 10-second shot clock. He's into forecourt. And then another bobble and turnover number 13 on the night for K-State. So that's kind of played according to script. And BYU does have 13 points off of turnovers this evening. Now Carter with an utmost error there as he was looking to make his move before he caught the ball. You see the football all the time. So BYU basketball leading by 14. 12.45 to go. The lob to Spencer Johnson. He's posting up on the smaller Tyler Perry. Johnson backing down. One foot fade away. Short on it. And the rebound to Kaluma. Who's back in the game, by the way. Kaluma is shaking it off and is playing for K-State. Cam Carter right side. Beats Hall to the base. Runner bank score. Cam Carter's got 10. Averaging 16 to lead all K-State scorers. Lead down to 12 with 12-12 to play here in Provo. A lot of work yet to be done for BYU. Jackson Robinson, oh, beautiful pass. Beneath the basket to Fuseni Traore. Lays it up and in. What a clever find from Jackson Robinson. And what a double threat having Ali Khalifa and then Fuseni Traore coming in for him. Finister drops it downstairs. Double comes there just a little late. And he went around the double, does McNair, and lays it up, and then he's got five. Spencer back to a 12-point game. Spencer Johnson coming backside, but he overshot the defense. 51-39. BYU's lead back down to 12 again. Back and forth. Scoring here in half number two. The under 12-minute media timeout coming on the whistle. Dallin Hall. Top of the arc, 30 feet away. Angle left, Robinson. Foose calls for it. Foose receives it. Mid-post left. Down to a five-second shot clock. Down to four for Foose. Down to three. Waits, waits, up, miss, foul, and free throws on a one-second shot clock after this. 11.22 to play on foul number six. It'll be Foose to the free throw line for two in a 12-point game. BYU 51, K-State 39-hour score. Foose will shoot after this break on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here is Ben Bagley with a scoreboard update. Texas Longhorns smoking West Virginia today in Big 12 play. Texas beats the Mountaineers 94-58. All five Texas starters score in double digits in the win. Dylan DeSeuss with 27 for the Longhorns in the win. Now back to the Marriott Center with Greg and Mark. Thank you, Ben. BYU Athletics would like to recognize ShipX for being tonight's game sponsor and thank them for being an important part of our team. ShipX, delivering what matters. BYU hoping to deliver a win over K-State tonight. It would even the all-time series with K-State at four games apiece, but also even BYU's Big 12 record this season at 5-5. Five and five. BYU's led almost all the way in this one. 22 minutes in the lead for BYU in the game's first 29 minutes of play. 
BYU's outscored K-State on the bench as well, 21-13. And BYU is a top-10 team nationally in bench scoring, bench points per game. And the Cougs have gotten contributions from pretty much uh, everyone tonight. The only players to play and not score, uh, Richie Saunders does have an assist and a steal. And Dallin Hall, who has three rebounds and an assist. Fuseni Traore leads BYU with 13. In fact, he leads all scores. And with those 13 points, he goes over the 900-point collegiate scoring plateau. He's now at 9.01. BYU's lead in the meantime is 12. As Fuse goes for points 14 and 15 on this night, he shoots two on team foul number six, a shooting foul before the break. And so BYU will be in the single bonus on the next K-State foul. Fuse will shoot. And Fuse will miss free throw number one. BYU 7 for 11 at the free throw line. K-State's only taken six, has made four. Ali Khalifa's on the bike right now, keeping loose. He's out of the game with Foose on the line. And Foose 0 for 2. Wow. BYU's lead stays 12. No lead large enough in Big 12 play. Every game is so hard to get. Step back three, big one, missed by Cam Carter. And a as big a rebound from Fuseni Traore. Trey Stewart in the game, bring it up floor. Spencer Johnson right side. Foos up high. Hand off to Spencer there. Spencer windmills on Finister. Runs into traffic at the free throw line. Takes down nice. the lane. Still gets there and lays it up and in. That's a Zions Bank shot of the game. The lefty layup from Spencer Johnson makes it a 14-point game. 53-39. to 39. Shot of the game brought to you by Zions Bank. For 150 years of helping you succeed, Zions Bank is for you. So a missed three at one end from K-State and a two at the other end from BYU. Cougs up 14, 53, 39. David Gasson on the wing right side. The handoff to Tyler Perry, the diminutive K-State point guard, crossing over on Johnson. Runs into Johnson at the free throw line. Will take him left block over the shoulder pass. Carter into the paint, lays it up and missed it, but he's fouled. He'll get two. That came late in the shot clock. The foul will go to Trey Stewart. Foul number five against BYU. 10-19 to play. Arthur Kaluma, who left the game moments ago and looked to be in quite a great deal of pain, has come back in the game once and now twice since the injury. 10-19 to play as Cam Carter shoots two. He's an 83% free throw shooter. He's excellent and makes for point number 11 on the night. Double-figure scoring now in 21 of 24 games. He started all 24 for Coach Jerome Tang. Cam Carter averaging 16, now has 11 looking for 12. And we'll get the deficit down to 12. K-State doing just enough to stick around in striking distance as that one goes. Two for two on the trip. Carter's got 12. 18 points a game in his last two coming in two tonight. And he's kept it going as Trey Stewart will drive. Bank and score. Trey Stewart gets down low and scores points three and four. Restores BYU's 14-point lead. We're now under 10 to play here in Provo. And the Cougs up by a decent margin. Left side, Kaluma crossing over Robinson. Backs him down on the post up left block to the middle. Fade away. Short. Rebound. Saunders. Saunders into four court. Saunders down the lane. Saunders to the layup. Oh, oh, the layup doesn't go. It pops out, but he was fouled. It would have been a three-point play. He was coast to coast like buttered toast. Just could not finish as it falls off the rim. He'll go to the free throw line for two, however, as he took an elbow in the chest from Jarrell Colbert. That would have been special. Richie Saunders took the rebound and went all the way down floor, picked up speed, and it rolled off the rim on the lay-in try, but he gets two free throws. 
K-State might be getting a little tired like we talked about as that free throws miss. That's three misses in a row for BYU, but K-State having a hard time getting back and stopping uh, guys from dribbling at full court. BYU now 7 of 13 at the line, and as Mark noted, three straight misses. Saunders makes it four misses in a row. That should have been an easy layup, but but you got hit right at the release. BYU be looking at an 18-point lead, but the free throw misses keep it 14. Long three missed, and loose ball foul on BYU in a 14-point game. 9.37 to play. Mark, you say hanging around. That's what K-State's doing. BYU just in a, in a pretty important stage of the game here. Misses four consecutive free throws. And again, you're looking at an 18-point field lead. Feels like you've almost got it done. And but decent, 14 feels different. Decent free throw shooters. Eight, Foos at 84%. Richie at 74%. BYU now 7 of 14 at the free throw line. You hope it doesn't come back to home. Gasson didn't know the pass was coming in. Off the inbound. He realized just in time as Carter runs it, scoops it short. Crazy shot there from Carter. Not wise. And Foos grabs the rebound. BYU into four court. 9.20 to play. Can K-State generate enough? BYU keeping the Wildcats at bay here. Spencer Johnson, quick baseline step. Will bounce it left corner. Jackson Robinson. Yes! For three! It's a Mountain America Credit Union three for Jackson Robinson. And the Cougs have their first 17-point lead of the night. 58-41. A three deflected on the way to the hoop. Out of bounds. Not touched by BYU. It'll be Cougar basketball. 9-0-1 to go. Oh, that feels pretty big, Mark. Jackson Robinson left corner. He's got nine, his first three. In the first half, only Ali had threes. He had two for BYU, the only two. And here in the second half, Robinson, Johnson, and Waterman all with threes. BYU now five for 19 from deep. And a lead of 17, looking for 19 or 20-point lead on this possession. Dallin Hall, 35 feet away left. Find Spencer Johnson. He'll drive reverse layup. No rebound brought down by Kaluma. Kaluma forecourt, Carter right side, 8.45 to play. Trailer Gasson, left wing Perry, jabbing on Saunders. Saunders shades him toward the base. The pass goes high to Gasson, free throw line. Return to Perry. Perry beats Saunders to the paint. Perry cut off beneath the hoop, squeezes it up and in somehow. Tyler Perry points four and five, his first bucket of the second half. It's a 15-point game, 58-43, BYU on top. Got to make sure that he does not get hot. Averaging 15, has just the five. Spencer Johnson misses a shot from the base left. A couple little six footers for Spencer. Johnson now four for nine from the field. Three pointer Cam Carter hit the side of the backboard, then knocked out of bounds by Gasson. It'll be BYU basketball after this. The eight minute media timeout is taken at the eight minute mark. 58 43, the Cougs keeping the Wildcats at arm's length here. 15-point lead, BYU basketball, and we come back to Provo on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Greg Rubel on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Back at the Marriott Center, eight minutes to play in a game that BYU leads by a score of 58-43. to The game-high lead for BYU has been 17, sitting at 15 right now. Cougar basketball brought to you by Delta, the official airline of the BYU men's basketball team. Kansas State, a few weeks ago, was sitting at the top of the Big 12 at 4-1. and Then they lost yeah. four in a row. You thought, well, maybe they'll be coming into Provo on a five-game losing streak because they had the Jayhawks going into Manhattan on Monday. And, well, KU's KU, and K-State had lost four in a row. But, man, the Wildcats found a way to get that win on Monday. So that changed the complexion of this game tonight. So 
a 15-point lead over a team that just beat Kansas. Can't be sniffed at. This has been a good effort from BYU. The Cougs now shooting 45% on the game to K-State's 37. Like I said a moment ago, though, no lead can be too large. You want to create as much distance as possible, but uh, 58-43, a 15-point deficit for K-State to overcome in eight minutes would require something just short of Herculean. And uh, BYU's been consistently good enough around the hoop and getting what it wants. you got to feel pretty confident about the ability to close this out tonight, Mark. Now, one of the one of the positives is the turnovers, 13 to 5, which has given BYU five more field goal attempts. And yeah, BYU's not shooting great from three at five of 19, but Kansas State just three for 18. So that, that's a really rough for them to come in and shoot like that and have any hope of beating BYU in this building. But still, you know, it's still within reach. Eight yep. minutes, and BYU's got to find a way to close this out. And and it's been a little bit of a problem at times this year in closing out these games. So this is a big a couple of possessions for BYU. And K-State, to its credit, has six wins this year when trailing at halftime. And they were down at halftime by nine tonight. They did trail KU by as many as 11 in the second half Monday in Manhattan before storming back for the win. But now with just eight minutes to go, the Cougs are up 58-43, and now K-State does pressure in the BYU backcourt. Dallin Hall will beat Cam Carter to the timeline. Dallin left the game for a short time in the first half. He's come back in no ill effects. Ali Khalifa now works in his wheelhouse, top of the key. Khalifa back in the game, hands off to Trevin Nell. Trevin Nell will teardrop it, airball it from the free throw line. It'll be out of bounds, and Trevin complaining he was hit there, but Nell's on a two-for-seven shooting night, and it's K-State basketball. 7.30 to go. BYU by 15. Kaluma. Guarded by Robinson, finds McNair at the right junction. He looks back door, will opt instead to go high to Tyler Perry. Hall over the screen, follows Perry. Now Khalifa gets him on the switch. Kaluma's got Robinson. Kaluma's going to drive to 10 feet, stop pirouette, finger roll, miss it. Offensive rebound, Gasson, and the Wildcats keep it alive. Resets to Kaluma for three left corner. That's good. Offensive rebound three. (laughs) It's an offensive rebound three. Eight points for Kaluma. 12-point game, 58-46. Seven minutes even to go. Those offensive rebound triples. Ali Khalifa, top of the arc, handoff to Hall. BYU needs make here. Hall, Khalifa. Khalifa blocked beneath the basket, back into his hands. Blocked again out of bounds. 6.45 to play, and BYU's got a nine-second shot clock to work with and a 12-point lead. Everybody's a little bit antsy in the full Marriott Center. Inbound to Waterman. Angle left hall, but he's 35 feet away. Now to the top of the four-second shot clock. Step back on three and two. Nell open three. He yes! got it. There it is. The shot yes. of the night for BYU and Trevin Nell. That feels so good. One for four. Now from three, Trevin Nell knocks it down and restores a 15-point lead for BYU. That was awesome. That's, you just want good things for him. That was a big shot. At a big time, Arthur Kaluma. With a back down on Robinson, a spin to the nice. rim, a scoop, and a score. Kaluma gets right to the 10 for two. The lead 13, 6.05 to play. 61-48, BYU on top. Khalifa works on the bump. Terminates, hands out to Waterman. Quick pull and fire and oh! score! <laughs> now the threes are coming! 5.55 to go. BYU by 16. Waterman second three of the second half. Perry, full speed. 
to the hoop. The pass beneath the basket deflects out to Cam Carter. Misses a three wildly. Offensive rebound stick back for David Gasson. He's got nine. 64 to 50. BYU's lead down to 14. 5.35 to go. Teardrop by Nell. Missed it. Offensive foul, Nell. Charge on Trevin Nell. And K-State with five and a half to go is down 14, 64 to 50. Well, some big shots from BYU is uh, keeping Kansas State at bay, but Kansas State now scoring at will, and if they don't score, they're getting rebounds. They're out-rebounding BYU 15-12 to 12 in the second half. And 35-31 for the game. And what are they going to go to see? Are they going to say or check on Nell extending the arm? Maybe an elbow to the face? They're going to the monitor with 5.34 to play. It's a, uh, an official's timeout and no media stoppage, so we'll stay right here for the time being. BYU sitting at 64-50. to K-State has allowed 70 or more in each of its last five games coming in two tonight. Foul situation. Both teams are in the single bonus. Seven team fouls apiece. There won't be any flagrant type foul here in my view as Trevin was just kind of going up with it. He did kind of push the arm out, which merited the call, but nothing flagrant in my view. Offensive rebounds, though, the last few times down. K-State got five points off of offensive rebounds. The offensive rebound total is now even at eight. And second chance rebounds, or second chance points are now even at eight as well. The paint point battle nearly even, 32-30 to 30 in BYU's favor. The Cougars have now made three more threes than Kansas State, and that is a difference maker so far in this game. BYU basketball brought to you by All Pro Capital. Put your money to work with smart real estate investments. Visit allprocapital.com for more information. All Pro Capital, a proud sponsor of BYU Athletics. We have 5.34 to go. Again, BYU not quite out of the Wildcats' woods yet. 64-50, the Cougar lead is 14. The Cougar large lead's been 17. K-State's large lead came early at 6-2. The Cougs have led for 28 of the game's 35 minutes. Still talking and, and, about it. And I... if you can, uh, if you can <laughs> chug a Cougar tail, that's what uh, one fan is trying to do in the stands right now, garnering the applause uh, of the of the, uh, uh, the faithful in the stands. Oh, uh, I'm sick just watching that. <laughs> Give the people what they want, I guess. <laughs> He's going. We're still in timeout here. <laughs> uh oh. He gave it a go. He got farther than I would have. <laughs> now the officials conferencing. I, I just didn't see anything to it. This has been a long review. Yeah, we're still in the timeout on the video review. And haven't seen an attendance number yet. But a good crowd on hand. The Rock is all the way up to the rafters. I think BYU in their extended timeout here is got to be focused on the rebounding. That's really the thing that's hurting them and keeping K-State in the game. They're giving a flagrant one to Trevin Nell. They're going to give a flagrant foul. I just I didn't quite see the angle. That, uh, that, that, well, that's crazy brutal. to me. Trevin, big moment a moment ago, making his first three of the night. He's got ten points on the night. Now that's going to be Two free throws and the ball for K-State I mean, in a 14-point game. And the free throws made that could have to make it 13. Easily been a, a foul against K-State. It was could have gone either way to me. And Perry makes them both. 
Well, Mark, and there's conversation to Coach Pope has with the officials. There's a lot of work to be done here. It's 12 points, and K-State gets the ball. They could make this a single-digit game for the first time in a long time with a make here. If, that, if that's a flagrant, every shot you take is a flagrant because you've got to raise your elbows to shoot it. Tonight's attendance just shy of a sellout, 17,446. So about 300 shy of a sellout. Turnover number 14 for K-State. So it stays only a two-point swing as bobbling it out of bounds was Cam Carter. Both teams in the bonus, so uh, that may not bode well for BYU after missing four in a row. Carter's got four of the 14 turnovers. By the way, Waterman missed the three, who was well out in front of the pack, and that's a miss that gives it back to K-State on the rebound. You could have taken some time, but they were looking for an early three. Kaluma, meantime, for three, and that's good, and it's a single-digit game. 13 for Kaluma, and BYU's leads down to 64-55. Wow. Well, the lead was nine at halftime, and it's still nine. So nothing's been lost in 15 minutes. Dallin Hall, left side. Dallin plays the roll game with Traore, right corner, missed by Waterman, rebound by Gasson. BYU, a little bit of hang on right now, Mark. Kaluma on the baseline, back down, the post up. Hands to McNair, jump hook, good, seven-point game, 64-57. It's a 9-0 K-State run. To get Foose a touch. Fouled. And that's not a bad decision for K-State, and not a lot of time's gone off the clock, Mark. This is a 9-0 run for K-State in 90 seconds. BYU's lead, which looked, if not insurmountable, certainly comfortable, just moments ago at 64 to 48 with six minutes to go is now 64 to 57 with still more than four minutes to go this will be a front end but Foose is an 84 percent shooter but three of six on the night and the Cougs are now being outscored in the second half and he missed unbelievable wow 64 57 BYU's missing free throw after free throw in the second half keeping K-State in the game Tyler Perry, a little out of control. Ooh. Oh, a lucky break for BYU. Have the Cougs missed their last five free throws? Did they make any yes. since the four misses? No. So five consecutive free throw misses for BYU. Foose is three for seven. And Foose is a guy that was 14 for his last 16 coming in two tonight. Perry goes down hard there. No whistle. Maybe a makeup for that Trevor Nell flagrant. 64 to 57. BYU's lead down to seven. BYU desperate for a make to end the 9-0 K-State run. Spencer Johnson down the lane, missed the layup. And here come the Wildcats on the rebound. 64-57, 3-47 to play. Driving layup made at the other end by Cam Carter, and it is going south on BYU. 3-37 to play, 11-0 run, and the Cougar lead is 5-64-59. Mark, it's a whole new ball game. This is 3.5 to play. It's a two-possession game. Poor defense there on the wing. They uh, maybe Jackson expecting some help baseline, but let's just Carter go right by him. Four consecutive free throw misses turned into five on a front end. That's that, that's like missing two basically. So chance to score six points at the free throw line, going begging here in the second half, and the leads down to five. 
BYU's now under 50% at the free throw line at 7 for 15. Now the Cougs are just trying to hang on to win a game they had in hand. Had in hand, Mark, two minutes ago. Uh, what, you, what you tell you guys now, though, is that we have the lead. We have the ball. There's just three and a half minutes. You know, let's take a deep breath and just run our stuff, and uh, and we're fine. But you just have to settle, guys. This is a good timeout for Mark Pope. All right, 13-3 to three is the larger run, but 11 nothing if you isolate it. And they've made their last four from the field. And K-State, which came back to beat Kansas on Monday, He's looking to do the same on Saturday against BYU, but being down 11 with 17 minutes to go is one thing. Being down 16 with 6 minutes to go is another. And BYU somehow given up an 11-0 spurt in the span of two and a half minutes to go from comfortably in front to hanging on for dear life. Two of their last 10 field goal attempts. Haven't scored for about two and a half minutes, so this this obviously uh, every possession's big now, but BYU's got to right the ship because the momentum is definitely in Wildcats' favor. Oh, it's a nervous gathering of 17,000-plus here at the Marriott Center now. BYU led at the five-minute mark. And BYU in leading with five minutes to go under Mark Pope is 96-8. and eight. So it's rare that a late lead go by the wayside like it is threatening to do in this one. 64-59. BYU led 64-48 at the 558 mark. And they're doing the things you want to do to keep a lead. They have open threes. They have a plenty of opportunities at the free throw line. They just have not made any shots. And layups. And layups. And, and look, at, look at the number tonight. 10 of 18 on layups. After a 9 for 22 on, on Tuesday. So that's, that, that, that's, that's 19 for 40, under 50% on layups in these last two games. Almost all of them are the same miss, right? They're going hard, and they're, they go too hard off the backboard and, and land hard off the rim. When you get that speed going, it's, it's sometimes hard to just soften that shot, and BYU's not done it. Well, BYU trying to avoid let slipping a 16-point lead in the final five and a half minutes of this game. It seems very hard to do, and yet it's 11 points uninterrupted right now. That would be absolutely disastrous, but the problem is the guys know it would be disastrous, and that puts more pressure on you. Yeah. So you're trying and, to and, not let it happen, right, and it's and, happening. And, and the story in, in the Big 12 so far is, is second-half failures to close out. And uh, they, they know, they hear it, they've experienced it, and so there's more pressure. And so BYU's being outscored now in the second half by four. 32 to 28. Can the Cougs get it back? Well, this becomes just a massive possession. 335 to play. Full 30-second shot clock. And K-State will press into Robinson. Back to Nell. BYU in four court. A three-on-two for the moment. Numbers are back, and the Cougs will run their stuff. Khalifa up high. Khalifa. Angle left. Holds it out for Richie Saunders. Saunders quiet. No points. Dallin Hall. No points. Dallin Hall left wing. Dallin Hall with a 10-second shot clock. It gets to Khalifa at 10 feet. Khalifa backs down to 6 and 5. They strip it. They steal it. Khalifa picked, and then Khalifa fouls or a tie-up. Tie-up, arrow, K-State. Well, they got Khalifa with a mismatch, but he caught it too far away to just do a post move and put it on the floor. That's a no-no for a big guy. Well, BYU's defense was one of the storylines of the first half, and now K-State's made its last four from the field. BYU... 
desperate for a stop with 3.08 to play. This will get under three minutes when K-State likely shoots. BYU by five. It's two-possession game. BYU in front, 64-59. Here go the Cougs on defense, and Mark Pope giving his encouragement. Tyler Perry up top. Gets a high screen for McNair. McNair is going to roll low. The pass stays high to Gasson. Gasson looks inside, stays outside to Perry. Down to a 15-second shot clock. Perry in the left elbow. Bounce to Gasson. Gasson short corner right. Out to Kaluma. Head fake from three. Step back. Kaluma accelerates. Elbows Dallin Hall in the face and is called for an offensive foul. Let's look at that one. Merit a look. <laughs> Let's look because at that if, one. They looked at, if they looked at Trevin Nell getting an offensive foul on a driving layup, how do you not look at that as, Trev- as Dallin Hall takes an elbow in the chops? They will go to the monitor. And this would be massive. Imagine getting a flagrant with two free throws and the ball. Of course, you got to make them, and BYU has missed five consecutive free throws. But still, Dallin took one of the chops, and they will look at it. 2.44 to go. Either way, it's an offensive foul. It's the ninth. And so, BYU will shoot two the rest of the way. That is on all the ensuing K-State fouls. But the free throws are threatening to undo a lot of good that BYU's done in this game because they have missed their last five at the free throw line. Well, in my first view of it, Dallin got hit more with the the hand or the wrist, not an elbow, but it was still high and and clearly a foul on the Kansas State player. The turnover for K-State on the foul is number 16, and BYU has 13 points off of turnovers. BYU may survive to win this game, thanks in large part to the K-State turnover trouble that's been troubling all year for the Wildcats, and that appears to be just a, an elbow extended or a forearm extended to the neck and a common foul, right? Well, <laughs> what do you think? Or do you think you got him? Given what happened with Trevin, I think it should be a flagrant. Did they just say flagrant one? They did. Yeah. I mean, it's, if you're going to call one, you got to call that one. So uh, the good job by the official. If you're going to call it one way, call it this. Call it All right. Well, teams. goes without saying, these are the two biggest free throws of the night because it, it also gives you possession. This is a chance mark for a four or a five-point possession, but you got to make the freebies, and BYU's missed five straight somehow. This would make it a seven-point game and the ball. The free throw is good by Dallin Hall. Wow. One of your worst free throw shooters, and he's the one that gets you off the side from the free throw line. BYU by six. This for a seven-point lead and the ball. Free throw miss. BYU won for its last seven at the free throw line. Six-point lead in the ball. BYU is a sub-50% free throw team tonight at seven for 15. Beg your pardon, eight for 17 now. Still sub-50%. But they have the ball here, and the clock's ticking. 2.44 to go. BYU can make it an 8- or 9-point game with a score on this possession. 65-59. Spencer Johnson right side. Tanoa up high. Return to Spencer. Spencer will jog it left. Give there to Hall. Going over the screen set by Foose is Perry. Now he goes under. Now on the switch, Gasson's got Hall. Left side, Johnson. 10-second shot clock. Foose has a mismatch on Perry down low. Waterman will drive on Kaluma. Get it out to Hall. Hall with five. Hall with four. Drives with three. Scoop and miss. Put back. No. And the foul is called on what? On whom? On K-State loose ball. It's two free throws for BYU. Tyler Perry fouls. And Perry will send the Cougs to the line for two. What a great rebound from Foose. He had to go over a couple of guys off another layup miss for Dallin Hall. Dallin is sitting on one point tonight on the free throw he made a moment ago. Now Foose on three of seven free throw shooting will shoot two and BYU will shoot two the rest of the way. 2.13 to go. This to make it an eight point game. 
Free throw good by Foose. <laughs> Poor Tyler Perry just got landed on, and they call the foul on him. That's four fouls on Perry. Big free throw. I haven't been more nervous for free throws, Mark, in a long time. Who's it? Oh. Oh, one for two. Oh, the Cougs just cannot figure out the free throw situation here in the second half. 66-59. It's a seven-point lead. It should be larger, but for the free throw problems. A flare to Perry left side. He'll drive into Waterman, stop and draw the foul, and a one-and-one one on the foul by Waterman. You don't want him shooting, though. He's, no. 90. He's one of the best in the country. Yep, he's two for two tonight. 106 for 117 on the year. Can he do it into the rock end? He's two for two so far tonight. He shot into the student section already and has made two. But BYU's free throw situation, Mark, you hate for that to be the reason the game is close. No problem for Perry, though. Eight points for Perry. BYU's lead down to six. 158 to play. They'll probably have to make some before it's over to, to ice this game. They're under 50%. Nine for 19. Two for two for Perry. Nails. BYU here in the second half is three for 10 at the free throw line. K-State is eight for nine. Nearly <laughs> stolen by K-State. Hall beats it into front court. 66-61. BYU needing a make every time down the floor. Simple as that, Mark. Never easy. Down Never Hall, easy. 40 feet away left, down to a 10-second shot clock. Hall crosses over. Hall steps back. Hall to the top. Hall to an open. Spencer Johnson for three. Heavy on it. Rebound. K-State with 90 seconds to go. 66-61. BYU by five. Perry right corner. BYU needing a stop. Perry turns on Johnson. Cut off in the corner. Finds McNair. Back to Perry. Perry, free throw line. Perry high. Kaluma for three. He got it. Arthur Kaluma's got 16. It's a two-point game with 108 to play. 66-64. BYU's lead down to two. Timeout Cougars. Well, it was getting late, and Kaluma's hit a, just hit a shot, and you're out there, but your hands were not up on Kaluma, and he knocks it down. 16 for Kaluma, 11 coming after halftime. K-State in the second half has shot 50%, BYU 39. BYU has made five threes, but Mark, the two-point shooting in the second half, six for 17, and that with the free-throw shooting, has kept BYU from what looked like a comfortable win into nail-biting territory. And now BYU is absolutely desperate for a make on this possession. And K-State may be thinking about fouling early. Leave as much time on the clock for themselves as possible the way BYU shooting free throws. BYU in the second half, 3 for 10 at the free throw line. Mark, with average free throw shooting, this game is still more or less in hand for BYU. Instead, it's two points. Yeah, a, a pretty frustrating effort here again in the second half, but you just can't be thinking about that. You just think about, let's run our best play here and get a good shot and get a two possession. We're fine, but this is this is a, this is huge right here. Jackson will trigger. All right, on the floor for the Cougars are Hall, Nell, Waterman, Robinson, Khalifa. Robinson will trigger on the sideline. BYU down to a two-point lead, 66-64, under one minute to play here at the Marriott Center. BYU will shoot two on every foul. Hall 
Up high to Robinson. Pull, fire, score! Yes! For three! Jackson Robinson makes it a five-point game! 69-64! Action Jackson! From the top of the key for three! Wow! I gotta hit you in the eye for that one. (laughs) I will take it. (laughs) And no hesitation from Jackson. Just said, very casually, I'm gonna hit this 25-footer. No big deal. 50.3 on the clock. Mm, What a shot. Just no hesitation (laughs) whatsoever. Just launch and score. Jackson Robinson becomes the fourth Cougar in double figures. He's got 12, two for four from deep. In the first half, only Ali Khalifa made threes for BYU. In the second half, Johnson, Nell, Waterman, and Robinson have all made threes. And none bigger than Jackson's to put the Cougs up five. Still work to be done. 53.2 on the clock. But Mark, you're looking at maybe a stop away from sealing the deal. Kaluma on the end line into Perry. BYU presses and gets back. Perry. Watch Kaluma. Into four court. Fans on their feet here at the Marriott Center. 40 seconds to play. A 20-second shot clock. Kaluma drives the base, flips it up beneath the basket, and scored it somehow. Wow! <laughs> How did that go in? He was appeared to be too far beneath the hoop, yeah. and he flipped it up and scored it. I thought he was trying to pass out of it because of his angle. But he scores to make it a three-point game. That was Dr. J-esque wow. with the English off the window. It appeared to be too deep beneath the hoop. And he gets the shot up and somehow spins it in. That's remarkable. Now it's down to free throws. K-State will be fouling early in this 30-second shot clock and putting BYU at the line. The Cougs have a chance to make it a two-possession game, and they will get two free throws on every look. So it's double bonus for BYU's single bonus K-State. BYU will get two looks at the line, and only making one does make it a two-possession game. 37 seconds to play. The make by Kaluma keeps it a ball game. 69-66. Tremendous dexterity by Arthur Kaluma to flip that off the window. Somehow get it to go. He's got 18 with 13 coming after halftime. I would think you do all you can to get Jackson Robinson the touch. If they are going to foul immediately, you want him shooting. Spencer Johnson will run the end line into Jackson Robinson. Robinson back to Johnson. Johnson into forecourt. Left wing Waterman. BYU needs to play clock. Wait for a foul. Waterman guarded by Perry. Still no fouls. Jackson Robinson has the ball near the timeline. It's a three-point game. 69-66. Spencer Johnson will drive it. Pull it out beneath the hoop and now take it right wing with a 10-second shot clock. Back to the basket. Fighting lay and score with 14 seconds. 71-66. Perry drives. Knocked out of his hands beneath the hoop. Spencer Johnson comes up with it. He's fouled, and BYU will win it. Come on now. You didn't need to do that to me. (laughs) Wow, wow, wow. Well... The fans begin to happily stream for the exits now with five seconds on the clock and BYU going to the line for two. That shot, look at Spencer. He's like, whoo! He's saying what we're all feeling right now. What an acceleration to the rim. He spotted an opening and wide open finishes at the hoop. Now 6.3 on the clock. They've added time, but BYU's up 71-66 and Spencer Johnson shoots two. 
to help put this game away. Yes. That was an interesting strategy from Coach Tang to, to not foul. There was a seven-second differential, and he was rolling the dice. up all the clock and yep. then got an easy layup. That's tough. They needed the stop to keep it a one-possession game. And the formula again, five players, double figures. Spencer gets there, misses course, the second of two. 72-66, six-point game, down to three, down to two. Long three by Perry, front rim. And that'll do it. BYU wins it 72-66. to 66. The Cougs are 5-5 five and five in the Big 12. They made it interesting. They made it nerve-wracking. But they made it out with a win. Final score, Cougs 72, K-State 66. Post-game recap after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU 72 and K-State 66 is our final score. BYU hangs on to win this one, a game they led by 17 in the second half. And in fact, with under six minutes to play, BYU led the game by 16. But it was an 11-0 run for Kansas State. That turned it from a 64-48 game to a 64-59 game. A couple of free throws for BYU put it back to seven, but... Mark, under a minute to go, and it's a two-point game. It was a two-point contest in the final minute as K-State kept the heat on BYU, and the Cougs found a way to pull this one out. Well, I'm, I'm tired. I can't imagine what these guys feel like. And, and obviously, you feel good because you won. I mean, you want to learn lessons in a win, and there's lessons to be learned here. But one of the good things about losing the lead and then ended up winning this game is BYU needed to make some big shots and they did and that's a good positive thing in games where you're not blowing but if just if you're in close games late you, you'll, you'll be able to reach back on this and look forward I would have preferred a 20 point win and not have to learn that lesson but because they're able to make the shot and get the win that's going to be a real positive to look back on BYU survived sub 50% free throw shooting to that win this brutal. one and really the free throws were becoming the storyline of the game BYU at one point missed five consecutive free throws, including a front end, and it was keeping K-State in the game. Well, they got to the line, which was great for them. 21 attempts to just 12 for K-State. That has not been the story all year long with BYU, but they didn't do anything with it. They they only get the 10, and I said they needed to make 15. They certainly had an easy opportunity to make 15 and would would have been close, but they they did not hit their free throws, and that cost them and almost cost them uh, just... would have been a devastating loss to have that lead yeah. with that late in the clock at home against Kansas State. Would it just, I can't, I don't even want to think about it, Greg. And I won't. They won. Closing, closing minutes, the, the shots that, that ring out to me, the Jackson Robinson three top of the key, and then the Spencer Johnson lay-in when K-State was choosing not to foul. They were rolling the dice. And uh, Spencer Johnson made that made that decision backfire with a late in the clock lane when things kind of opened but, up for him. And, and 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 good for BYU to win on a layup because it had been a rough shot for them tonight and Tuesday at Oklahoma. Yeah, and Spencer, that was a great play. And I think Kansas State was so trying to get out and guard people that it left the hoop unguarded, and and Spencer made him pay. But it's a really questionable decision. I mean, I'm, I'm, who am I to question a coach? But. If you're down three and there's only a seven-second shot, to 
you know you're going to have to get a stop for one, and then you have to make a three. That's hard. And given that BYU was shooting under 50%, why would you not extend the game and put BYU on the free throw line? Yeah, questionable decision. Yep. All right, so BYU goes 10 for 21 from the stripe, but hangs on to win this. Uh, K-State went 10 for 12. They were very efficient on fewer attempts at the free throw line. So for the game, BYU actually gets outshot and wins. K-State shoots 43% to BYU's 42.9. So 43.1 to 42.9. It's a matter of fractions, but BYU was outshot. From three, K-State wasn't able to do much. Uh, Six for 23. BYU wasn't a great number at eight for 25, but two more threes were the difference in this game because the free throws were even. K-State 10 of 12 and BYU 10 of 21. Rebounds go to K-State as well, 42 to 34. Assist to turnover number. This has been underwater for K-State all year, basically. They were 11 assists and 16 turnovers. BYU wins in large part to an 18 assist, only seven turnover night. So the assist to turnover numbers for both sides were decisive in this one. The rebound number I gave you, offensive rebounds were BYU plus one, nine to eight. Second chance points for BYU were plus one, nine to eight. Bench to BYU, 30 to 17. Paint to K-State, 36 to 34. Fast break to the Wildcats, 13 to nine. Wildcats had six block shots to BYU's two. BYU led for 33 and a half of the game's 40 minutes. K-State led for 311. Their large lead was four at six to two. And BYU's large lead was 17 at 58 to 41. But after going up 58 to 41, BYU was outscored 25 to 14 the rest of the way as K-State made it very, very interesting. BYU's formula for victories often finds five players in double figures. And so they were again tonight, Mark. Traore with 14. Robinson and Johnson 12 apiece, Waterman 11, Nell 10, and Nell had a big three in the second half too when he was struggling from deep, but uh, a big one when it went for sure. Uh, Dallin Hall no field goals, he has one point. Richie Saunders no field goals, he was scoreless. Khalifa had eight along with six assists, uh, four for Trey Stewart in his return to action. BYU scores 72. K-State gets 66 on, 18 from Kaluma. He had an exceptional second half, only 14 for Carter. I say only, he was averaging 16, got 14 tonight. The bigger absence, relatively speaking, was Tyler Perry, averaging 15, and he ended up with nine, but had only three in the first half. Nine for Kassan, eight for Ames, seven for McNair, one for Finister, putting you at 66, as BYU wins it by a final score of 72 to 66. Let's get to our new skin data discovery. It is brought to you tonight and always by new skin, your innovative beauty and wellness company that helps you look, feel, and live better. We're all feeling a little better after the last few minutes went BYU's way. Uh, Mark, what do you like for a new skin data discovery in this one? I'm going to go with bench points. You know, that was a, it was 30-17. to 17. That was a huge strength of this team, bench scoring early in the year. And the, the injuries and other things, uh, they haven't been as good at it. But tonight you get uh, Ali Khalifa back. So Foose comes off the bench with 13, for 14 and Jackson with... 12 as Trevin Nell steps in. Trey Stewart, I thought, played great with four. So you're getting nine deep again, and you you need so when guys, you know, Dallin and Richie aren't having a nice night, you need that depth. And finally, the depth maybe was what allowed BYU to hold on, whereas other games they haven't been able to. It wasn't a Tiki Alley, a Tiki's night tonight, did not play, but he's the 10th right now in the rotation, and there will be nights where he will play more. BYU got its second big back, which was big for BYU, and one of the reasons they didn't go to a Tiki tonight. But that was your new skin data discovery of the game, brought to you by Mark Durant. Uh, 
K-State coming in came into this game, last five games, fouling a lot and seeing a lot of free throws from the opponent. And K-State did foul 19 times and put BYU at the line 21 times. 21 is well above average for BYU. But the uh, 10 helped to kind of even out what K-State was giving BYU in terms of fouls because BYU shot only 47.6% from the free throw line. And it would have been just devastating to lose a game on free throw shooting. But there was a stretch there in the second half where it was costing BYU five consecutive misses, including a front end. So basically six points. And that was a game you're leading by four or five, should have been 10 or 11. And and they were hanging around for that reason. But you get to look at it and say, we'll get better at it. Didn't cost us tonight, but certainly it was worrisome for long stretches of the second half. And it was worse in the second half. What were they? Four for 12 in the second half? Uh, from Four for 12, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, it's different shooting free throws in a, in a tight game, and I think these guys have the ability to do it. They've, they've done it in the past, but, man, that that puts you in peril when you don't give those those free shots. I mean, they did so many nice things. They, they kept the turnovers down 16 to 7 uh, and, and did a lot of nice things, uh, but free throws, missed free throws, allowed Kansas State to have a chance in this one. And you, you can't have that as your team because you played too well, you played too hard, you don't want to give it up on something like that. Well, one of those uh, all's well that ends well nights for yeah, BYU, I think. I don't I don't remember missing any shots tonight. <laughs> I just remember a W, a big W. BYU goes to 17-6, and 5-5 five and five in the Big 12. And, you know, through 10 games of Big 12 play to be break-even and, and sitting around the top tier or the top half of the league, not yeah. a bad place to be, certainly, for a team that was picked to finish 13th by the coaches in the preseason. And look at this. They have a chance to go above 500 in league on Tuesday with UCF coming in. And if they're long and strong, it's a scary team in its own way. But they're coming off a loss today at Texas Tech. And BYU looks to send uh, the Knights home 0 for 2 on their road swing as they'll take on UCF Tuesday night. And uh, that's BYU's next game, a chance to go above 500 in Big 12 play and take one step closer to the NCAA tournament and avoid a Tuesday game in Kansas City at the Big 12 tournament. Also, it gives you another split week in the Big 12. And I'm of the belief that if you lose a road game, but then win your home game and you're already in the top 25 in the toughest league in America, you should stay in the top 25. BYU was 21 this past week. Even if they drop a spot, I wouldn't yeah, take more. I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't take more than a spot or two. But you got to stay ranked if you're splitting games, splitting weeks in the Big 12, and that's what BYU did again tonight. 72-66 is your final. Okay, we've talked a lot. Let's get, kick it back to Ben Bagley. He's coming up next with Cougar Post Game Live. Big O Tires Cougar Post Game Live starts with Ben. After this, we'll return to Provo for player conversation and coach interviews as well. Cougs win it by six and get to 500 in the Big 12 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. <laughs> 